The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits of the week. This is Just the Bits. Make sure if you haven't listened already, Best Bits Part 1 this weekend is with Mike, and we talked about so many fun things. Random questions, some morbid ones, some about space. We also just talked about our lives, some things that happen, and what's really exciting going on. So just a fun all-the-way-around interview, and also some therapy thrown in there, too, because it's Mike and I, and we're just sitting here talking like friends. So I hope you check that out. But we're going to get started right now. This is the best bits, just the bits, which means if you haven't heard it, you already heard it, or you need to get caught up, that's what this is for. I'm going to intro these bits, and then you're going to hear them so you can make sure you didn't miss anything this week. And coming in hot at that number seven spot, first up this week, we've got my strange wake-up routine, I guess is the best way to tell you all this. But there's something that I do in my wake-up routine that the show thought was super weird, but shout out to you all on the internet because you did not think it was weird. And for that, I appreciate you. But you guys can hear it and make the decision for yourself. Number seven. Here's a question for the room. Morgan, you are how old? I'm 29. Morgan has her dad still call her every morning to wake her up. Really? Yeah, that's weird. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give what? us a little background on this, Morgan. Well, so I have this really bad fear that one of these mornings I'm not going to wake up to my alarms. I set 10 alarms. Wait, literal 10 or are you like 10? Literal 10. Five minutes apart each. Because Where do you put them? They're all on my phone. They're just different oh, increments of time. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Because sometimes I'll wake up to one and I'll turn them off in my sleep and the last one will be the one to wake me up. So the 11th alarm I have is my dad to wake me up because sometimes there has been three occasions in the last five years I've worked for the show that he's been my last person that woke me up and I would not made it to the show if he didn't. Is it weird? She's almost 30 and her dad still calls every morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's really, here's the weird part. She's almost 30 and also she has a boyfriend that I would assume that you share a bed sometimes with so that your dad has to call you when you're in your bed with your boyfriend. It's just very weird all around. <laughs> I don't even know if she has a boyfriend still, do you? Oh, yes. Okay. Sorry, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, you gotta be like, careful. Okay, but you know talks. what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird. Like, you're in a relationship. Like, an does adult- your dad ever call when your boyfriend's there? Yes, he has. That does your so- dad know your boyfriend's there? Yeah. He does. Uh, he- I mean, I don't ask that question. He She's like, know. yeah, 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 like, yeah, for sure. Hey, he yeah, I don't want to right? talk about this. Okay, let um, me ask. Let me let me go deeper. <laughs> does your dad pay for anything else? No, I mean, we're still all on the same insurance, but I okay, pay for so my yes. insurance. Oh, then no. Okay. So you pay him back? Yeah. Like, it's just easier for it's all under this umbrella policy that we have. Full amount? Yes. So their parents don't pay for anything. So you're not, like, un- attached to the umbilical cord? No, I'm not attached to the umbilical cord. Okay. So you only have them call to wake you up. I do feel like that's... It's just more it's of a, this fear thing that I have. I'm really afraid that one day I'm not going to wake up and I'm not going to make it to the show. Oh, yeah. That's called being an adult. Right, okay, guys? Well, yeah, yeah, pretty right. much. We're all scared Crazy. of that every morning. I, yeah. I, I kind of take back my weird thing because it actually is really thoughtful that her dad is able to Agreed. do that every Agreed. day. And that's really cool. When do you grow out of that, you think? 
I don't know that I ever will because it's also become this thing where we'll also talk. That's our time to catch up in the morning. So he'll ask how things are going. Maybe with I'm me. just jealous. Yeah. No, no you're this, not jealous. It's so yeah. weird and it's un- uncomfortable for me to listen to. Like her dad. Why? Had, like you say um- umbilical cord. Her dad needs to cut it. Like he needs to be like, no, you're an adult. I'm not going to call you in the morning anymore. Like we can talk at lunch if you want to talk, yeah. but I'm not going to wake you up every morning. Yes. Like, Is it weird? Yes or no? Around the room, Amy. I changed my mind. It's not weird. Lunchbox? 100% yes. Eddie? Oh, very weird. Ray? Weird with the boyfriend there. <laughs> yeah, why not have him wake you up? Well, he may oversleep too. But if there are all these alarms, it's probably going to wake him up. Yeah, no. We're both pretty deep sleepers. Listen, I've slept through fire alarms before. I'm a very deep sleeper. But wow. your dad calling wakes you up with the same phone and same... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's she's... some alertness to it for me. It kind of like freaks me out, almost like somebody else will be calling me. I, there's something about it that it triggers in my brain. Yeah, I think it's a little weird, too. I think we need to grow out of it. Because I don't know if I hey, ever will. He won't always be here. No, That's I'm not. Sad. I'm not going to choose to think that way either. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It's true. I mean, I mean, she's yeah. going to be 45 years old and she's going to have her dad call her to wake her up for work. I mean, mm-hmm. well, that's bad. I, I, maybe I'm just jealous, though. Maybe I'm jealous because I don't have a dad. And if I did, maybe I'd like I'm him to sure call me. I'm sure her dad. Yeah. I, wish, I wish my dad, dad would call me once. Yeah. <laughs> just once. Just once. Wake me up. Oh, put me to sleep. Oh man. Anything. You know. Well, that's good. I like it that you still enjoy it, but it is weird if you're asking the room. I mean, that's fine that it's weird, but yeah. Does your boyfriend I, think it's weird? Sometimes he'll be like, "Did you really need that?" Has he met your dad? Yes, he has met my dad. But does your dad, dad call and wake him up? No. Oh, okay. Does he like your dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he does. Like, I will make sure that I am having. If I continue to have a conversation on the phone, I, I, it pulls me out of bed to go into the bathroom. So it's even like the conversation is getting me out of bed. They have these alarms that it's like a old clock radio, but when it goes off, it like shoots something across the room. And it keeps going and getting louder and louder. So you have to get up out of bed and you can't hit snooze. That's oh, awesome. Oh, that's really cool. How baller is that? Because easy, you just hit it and snooze. Or the puzzle alarms. They fall apart and you have to put it back together. For I'd break that thing. Puzzle if it's next alarm. to me and it's a puzzle, I break it. I throw it against the wall. <laughs> well, it's I'm not like, like a million pieces. It's just a few. It's a 500 piece puzzle. I'd be mad at whoever got it. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> no. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. William Shatner was on the show this week and chaotic interview all the way around. He ate during it um, and he also just shared uh, his secret to living a long life. But he also, of course, talked about going to space in real life. And it was just fun to hear from the legend himself, William Shatner. So without further ado, here he is with Bobby. Number six on the Bobby Bones Show now. William Shatner. Mr. Shatner, do people call you Bill if they're close to you or do they call you William? Uh, Even if they're distant. Oh, so is Bill what you would normally go by? Yes. Is Is Bobby your uh, handle or is it Bob or is it Robert? I mean, uh, how do we address you? It's oddly Bobby. That's my real name on my birth certificate. And yours, I assume, is William, right? That's my middle name. How about that? We're the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You don't do Robert at all, Bobby? Nah, I just, that's not my name. I mean, I guess I thought about Bob at one point, but then Bob feels well, like... Robert, uh, Bobby is a short for Robert, isn't it? It is, ex- unless so you're So that me. it is your name. No, unless you're... <laughs> but it's literally, it's like, if your name were really Bill on your birth certificate, because I'm assuming it's William, right? Yes. Yeah. Mine's really Bobby. So that's it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they did yeah, that. Yeah, but what do you do with the conundrum that Bobby is... Uh, a an affectionate uh, uh, an, an affectionate application for Bob, mm-hmm. and Bob is short for Robert. Yeah, we're really going like space time continuum here. We're going through different timelines of, uh, and that's yeah, really what we should be doing. All it the time. is for sure. So my book. <laughs> Only go. Yes. <laughs> Which that's why we're here. Look, William Shatner's here. Used, it's it already gotten great reviews and recommended reading. But every uh, every point counts. the The book is a wonderful book. Mm, that's what I hear. A wonderful book about the adventure of life. You know, I want to talk about your adventure, not just of life, but I guess the last thing that I saw you on was the, was the spaceship with uh, Jeff Bezos. And so, how did that first come together? Did they reach out to you and go, "Bill, you're our space guy. Let's go"? Or did you go? I've always wanted to go to space. Any way you can get me on that ship. A guy I know um, said, you know, you should go up on that first voyage up. But I'm not going to go up there. It's got to go to Seattle. That's too much trouble. No, they want you to go. So he 
promotes this idea. The Amazon says, come on up to Seattle. Um, so uh, he and I uh, fly up to Seattle to, and Bezos is there. And we sit around a table and pr promote the idea that I should go up as one of the first of the four or five people that there's room for in that vehicle. And then COVID hits and a year goes by and they say, no, uh, 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 Jeff Bezos, the owner, is going to go and he's going to take his brother, he's going to take a kid and he's going to take um, a, a, a woman an astronaut who didn't make it into space. Well, that was the end of it. So I thought, OK, that's it. Uh, it was a nice idea. Met Jeff Bezos. So my friend says, well, what about the second one? And I'm not going to go up in the second one, for God's sakes, man. Yeah, and the then they say, well, do you like to come up in the second one? No, I'm not going to go second one. I, I want the president. I don't want the vice president. And I, I, I mull around for a couple of days and then realize that I was avoiding the adventure. Why not go up just for the adventure? And that's what I decided to do. I didn't realize it would be this incredible thing that it became. Did it feel safe up there? My vision was clouded by by uh, all those um, uh, 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 visions of um, the Hindenburg uh, burning because they had hydrogen gas. All those documentaries of the Hinden Hindenburg. Do you ever see that one? Uh, yes. The Hindenburg pictures, oh, the, the, the humanity of it all. And they're Absolutely. all running away. Yeah. You, you know what's burning? Hydrogen. Mm-hmm. You know what they're putting in my vehicle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that made me a little nervous. Then when they stopped the countdown, T minus uh, 54, oh, hold it. There's an allele. And they stopped the countdown. What the? And I'm thinking, why did they stop the countdown? Then they start the countdown. They're going to remove the, the gantry. We're going to move the gantry. If anybody wants to get out, this is the time. <laughs> Swear to God, that's what he said. Take a bite there, Bill. Take a what? Take a bite. Uh, whatever you're eating looks good. There, get, eat that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to have to hold that in your hand the whole time. I'm hungry, too. You're making me hungry. It was a piece of, <clears throat> what is that? It was a piece of watermelon. Looks great. I was going to make a point. Yeah. So I, I, um, I was going to get out of there. And I thought, I can't get out. I'm Captain Kirk. Exactly. So the thing lifted up and came back down. And I was profoundly moved by my observation of space and Earth. Love that. So you're up there and you're looking down. Does it feel like I'm a lot higher than I am in an airplane? The weightlessness is uh, the 10,000 years ago in uh, the European proto language, the proto-European language, which was like in Ma the Mongolia, the word for horse came into being. And there was a word for horse that became our word horse. There are no words for weightlessness yet. Only 600 people have gone up. So we haven't acquired a description. Well, I kind of float around, I can't, I'm fine. And, and you get nauseous and there could be vomit floating around. There are no words to describe weightlessness. So it's impossible, impossible other than using, using euphemisms to say, well, I, you know, I, I floated around and then I saw this. I didn't want to have anything to do with that. I wanted to get to the window to see where I was and what was happening. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. To the window, to the wall. You know what I'm saying? Okay, William Shatner's on. He's got a book called Boldly Go. You talk about, obviously, there's a play here with space, but it's like, You've been you've been doing like like crazy career things and and living life for ninety years over ninety years, Bill. What what do I not know yet? Like, what's the secret to living a long, fulfilled life? Doing. Mm. You sit there in your chair with your arm draped over the chair. That's what I'm doing right now. Nodding, nodding your head, listening, listening, and you're listening. Mm -hmm. And occasionally you talk. Sometimes. But mostly you listen. Listen a lot. What are you hearing? I hear you talking, Bill. I know, but do you have any meaning from the hearing? Yeah, I do. I'm listening to a guy that has lived a long time that could teach me something. So I'm draping my arm in a way that I can really take in what you're saying. Get out from behind the desk. Put that microphone away. Got to pay the bills, Bill. And face the adventure of life. I try, but I got to pay the bills. How long has it been since you had to pay a water bill? My The pipes, mm -hmm. they put in a water meter here in Southern California, <laughs> and there was more pressure than the, my old house could stand, and the pipes burst. 
Yes, that I've been free. dealing with pipes for quite a while. And you know that so ain't that free. Is. That's what I got to be here for. That ain't free. So Boldly Go good. is a book where I'm going to read it. I'm going to be so inspired to go out and live my life that I'm going to possibly. And realize the connection to nature and people. You ever met Elvis, Bill? I did, actually. What was that like? Disappointing. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, what happened with you and Elvis? Well, nothing. That's what, that's what was disappointing. Hmm. Elvis just stood there in his radiant beauty, the white costume on. I don't think he was aware that I was there, and he went on. Dang, that story sucks it's for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like that's a, actually it's a great story that you don't have a story. You know, it's like Elvis doesn't have to be on all the time. Do you feel like people think you need to be on all the time, Bill? No, I'm not on. Uh, if I have a book like Boldly Go, mm. which is a precious book and precious. really a good read, mm. I might come out here <clears throat> and talk to you about it. Right. Otherwise, pretty much a stay at home. All right. I'm gonna, by the way, you guys have to go and check out Boldly Go. Do you do the audio book, Bill? I did the audio book. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. William Shatner doing the audio book of Boldly I Go. Did. You guys can go and uh, listen yes. to this. When you drive to work, you can listen. Well, listen to us. Yeah. When we're off the air, <laughs> listen to Bill William Shatner do Boldly Go, the audio book. It is a great book. I'm told by him. I don't have it yet. Nobody sent me a free version. I would have read the whole thing by now. It's the Bobby Jones Show. That's right. Bobby Jones in the house. Right, everybody? Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, listen, I'm a massive fan. Mr. Shatner, thank you for your time. I hope everybody Pleasure checks to out. Talk to you, Bobby. Boldly go. And, uh, you know, we here. We do the Bobby Jones Show. We just rock but it imagine if oh. you said it's the Robert Bones Show. Let me try it out. You try it. Do like a big announcer voice. Robert it's Bones. The, it's the Robert Bones Show. You ever met Johnny Carson? It's the Robert Bones Show. Mm-hmm. Come and hear the Robert Bones Show. He'll talk to you about the mathematics involved in space. Mm -hmm. It's the Robert Bones Show. You ever watch Matlock, Gunsmoke? No, I don't think it works. Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones it is. All right, there he is. William Shatner, everybody. Go get Bowling Go. All right, we'll be back in a second here on the Bobby Jones Show. Bye, Mr. Shatner. Bye, Robert. See you, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. 
We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Lunchbox came back this week from Las Vegas, where he made his kind of acting debut in Bat Out of Hell. Uh, And I say kind of for a reason, and you're about to find out why, because it was supposed to be this grand acting debut on a stage people were going to see him but then something happened when he got there and things kind of changed so hear it all now and make sure you check out the photos of him in his costume for stage and everything that happened in las vegas those are all up at bobbybones.com number five all right big weekend for lunchbox all right you go to las vegas you got a part in Bat Out of Hell. Yeah. A cameo, as they like to call it. Yeah, I guess you call it that. Yeah. A walk-on role. So, okay, what happened? Uh, what's the day of the show like? Saturday. So, I mean, I got to be there. Call time is 5 o'clock. The show's not till 7. I get my, I show up, and they take me backstage. I got my own dressing room. And, guys, they must have listened to the show because they had me a bottle of tequila. They had a, a bottle of wine for my wife. They had a big old thing of peanut M&Ms. They had everything I wanted right there in the what dressing else? room. Uh, they you mentioned had, those three. I want to hear what else. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was so. It was awesome. Anything else? No, that's that all, all you I wanted. Had, okay, that's all I had. They didn't. They didn't have the gambling money, but that's okay. So, do you think they heard that, or did they ask you what you wanted? No, they must have heard it. Nice. They never came to me. I was asking you how I do it. And you Scooby, think, did you tell them what he wanted? Uh, sure. Okay. It, that must mean yes. You oh, filled out he a did. I don't want to take credit for anything. Yeah, because he won't give it to you, even if you did. Okay. <laughs> even if you, okay. And then they had a, a poster there that I was supposed to sign, because I guess they give them to their VIPs. And so I signed the poster with all the rest of the cast, and then I sit in my dressing room, and then wardrobe comes by, brings me in my wardrobe. Then I go to hair and makeup, and some of the other cast members stopping in, saying, hey, good luck tonight. You know, we're glad to have you. It's awesome. So you felt loved? Felt loved, man. Met one guy named Connor, who's in the... He's a big fan of the show, been listening. He's from Virginia. He's 19. Grew What's up. He, do? With, uh, he is, I don't know the guy's name, ah. but he did play Strat, the main guy in one of the performances. Like he's the Connor. Yeah, he's the fill in. Yeah. But yeah, so Connor's family's big, huge fans. So that was really cool. So, so you I, go, what do they do? It's like five minutes before the show. What happens? They start calling over the intercom. All right, uh, 15 minutes to places. And they say the names like 15 minutes for this, this, and lunchbox. And I'm like, that's me. That's me. And so then at five minutes, they come by and say, hey, you ready? Let's go get in spots. And we go outside and we wait. They can say, you're good to go. And I go up on the stage. Is this as the show's on? No, no, no. Oh. This is as the audience is coming in. I'm on the stage with three other people and we're cleaning the motorcycle and we're there. And then. Wait, so as the seats are being filled, you're like a mannequin? (laughs) No, no, no. Like I'm with the main people, like Raven, who is the like the co Raven Simone. No, Raven is the <laughs> character in the play. She's the second star. Okay. She is up there, and we're cleaning the motorcycle. And then you, there's a flashing light, and that tells you to go over and get in your places. We go get in our spots, and then the curtain drops, and she's like, "I remember everything," and that's when the play starts. Boom! How long till you're on? I'm already on the stage, man. No, I, I mean like on. Like when do you do your thing? No, no, like this part, I'm on. I am on. When do you speak? Yeah, when do you speak? When do you have lines? Well, I, it's coming. Okay. okay. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, they come out and it starts and everybody. What are you wearing? I'm wearing jeans, black Doc Martens. I got a, a nice leather jacket that says The Lost. I got a bandana and I got a bandana out of my back pocket. I got a red glove, got a spiky wristband, and I got some war paint <laughs> on my face. Okay. Just trying to get the vibe here. Yeah. So when do you talk? So hold on. Well, hold. Just let me get there, man. Mm-hmm. So the first scene, they do this dance, and I jump on the motorcycle, and me and Zahara, we ride out. We're out of here. We got to get. There's a big fight that arrives. Does it move? The motorcycle moves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then, oh. You, then you talk. Hold on. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Can I get there? So the motorcycle goes out. Boom. All right. Cool. Then they do a whole nother scene. And then we come back out on the motorcycle, another dance scene, and then it's my time to shine. Okay. 
And do oh, we have audio? Ray, you want to hit it? Okay, here we go. There's no audio. My speaking lines got cut. <gasps> oh no! Oh my god! I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh my god! The caller was right. I didn't know that, dude. I I didn't find this out till about an hour before show. They cut your lines. They do that. Uh, yeah, they cut the entire scene. I did not know that, and I was not leading you into that. I didn't know they did that in stage performance. I knew they had audio, or I was told there was audio. I didn't know it was them messing with him. Yeah. Well, I uh, felt bad now. I didn't know that he got cut. Yeah. I was all excited. Remember, I mean, they had this whole thing for me, and they cut that entire scene. Why would they do that? Yeah. I, like, why am I irritated at them now? Like, now no, no, I've no, no, completely... No. It's like it's like you can make fun of your brother, but nobody else can, because then you want to beat him up. <laughs> That's what I feel like right now. No, no, no. It, it, it was... They, the, the play was a lot longer, and after, you know, doing a few runs, they decided to cut some scenes, and that happened to be one of the scenes that they cut, but they adjusted on the fly and were able to still get me in there. And still get me on stage to perform, so I was in two different scenes. Did you get? And you didn't speak at all. Well, I mean, well, I did speak, but just not to the crowd. Oh, you were like so, talking to the other guy. This yeah. sucks, man. I got my lines cut. Like, it, it was crazy because I didn't realize that they talked oh, to each other while the other main scenes are going on. But like things are going on, and people would be like, "Man, isn't that guy an idiot?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's an idiot." And we're actually talking, and I didn't know. But so yeah, the the microphone didn't pick up Scuba, my. Scuba, what do you think about this? I didn't know his lines got cut. Did you? Yeah, I found out um, he, when he called me that evening, and I was like... Did you call uh, him like, I can't believe they cut my lines? No, I kind of was like, oh, dude, developing story, but uh, my lines got cut. Uh, I mean, it happens all the time in Hollywood where they, they have a film and they, they chop it down. It, yeah, just, okay, it just sucks it was him because this whole thing was around him and yeah. him being on But there, it was Hollywood, it's because they it's edited and it's a yeah. movie and they have to pick what scenes based on camera shots. And This is a live... How long would your whole scene have been? Oh, it, it would have been like 30 seconds, but... That's the, my point. The, but the storyline, yeah. they 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 must have they took a lot out because it was a two and a half hour play. Oh wow! Oh, and I did read in Vegas they can't do two and a half hour and thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's the limit on time. Like I'm, I'm irritated for you right now. No, no, dude, it was awesome. The cast was awesome. It was so fun. It was. Do you want to uh, act out your scene here? No. Ooh, yeah, give him. A do chance. it. Remember once Jake Owen performed at the CMAs and it rained him out. Yeah. They they made him cut like eighty percent of his set. And so we said, you can come up here and bring the whole band to perform. He did his whole set up here, all hour. And it was an amazing performance by him. We were lucky to be able to see it and be a part of it. We're offering you that. Well, here's the problem. I don't remember my lines now. Oh, well, that's that's okay. difficult. I, I, I flushed them. You know, like when you cram for a test and you walk out of that classroom after you take the test and you just flush it and you don't remember it? That is exactly what happened. Once they told me I didn't have any lines, I was like, ah. Oh. Scuba, should I be mad or no? Cause like I'm on the edge of no, dude. It was I have some behind the scenes things. Well, that my theories. I don't want to get to it on the air. It's too much inside baseball. Are you, so are you telling me not to be mad for lunch? I box? don't think so. I, but I think it's just that's just Lunchbox's life. He gets something and it goes away. Yeah, or it doesn't happen. That's just that's it, just But it him. was listen. Well, they they, they had a big. Time. It, you know how cool they had an after party. Like it was opening night, so we went upstairs, and I thought it was gonna be some lame after party, dude. It was out by the pool, overlooking the Las Vegas Strip. They had a live band, food, free drinks. It was awesome. Okay, so you're happy with the weekend, man? Yes, I would have loved. Listen, I would have loved to have had some lines or some more action. Yeah, he's happy, Bones. Yeah, man, like man, let he, me tell he, you, he lived like a star. Uh, I crushed it on that stage. The caller was right. I can't believe it. Ray, can you play that voicemail again? No, 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 we don't need it. We don't need it. Here. We just left Bad of Hell, and Lunchbox did not perform. He had zero words, and it was a decent show, but Lunchbox did nothing. He sat on the motorcycle and made awkward movements. (laughs) I have no idea what that was all about. Four minutes of the show, he was on. That's it. Four minutes, he didn't say anything. Didn't do anything. I only played that earlier because I thought this caller was so wrong and I was going to give Lunchbox a shot to make fun of him. I didn't know he was exactly right. Okay. Well, Scoob, I'm anxious to hear what happened behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. It was... was, But, man... Not on the air. No, no, but... But, but, hey, and I thought the cast was going to be like, oh, my God, this is so annoying to have some dude jumping in our production. They were so nice. Every single one of them. Stopped by my dressing room. I feel like they all slid you five bucks to talk nice about it. No, no, no. 
I, even like in between scenes, they're, they're going in between dressing rooms or whatever, and they would stop by my dressing room. Dude, you're killing it out there. Thanks for coming. And they were high-fiving oh, me. But you, were, you were sitting on a motor. I think yeah. they were told, be, be oh, encouraged. Maybe. No, they were not. Yeah. Maybe, Amy. Good point. Be really nice to no. him. We cut I bet his they scenes. said, hey, this is a make-a-wish tonight. So no. Treat him well. Treat him well. No, no, no. Is- be special. No. They were so cool. Like I every mean, single okay, one okay. of them. I'm, well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, that's yeah. what's most important. And I may we, go back. Oh, just to watch like on your play? own. What about? Didn't you do two shows that night? Yeah, I did. So the second show. Yeah. They didn't give you the lines in that one either. No, 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 no. Were you better at cleaning the motorcycle in the second show? Yeah, really I was, shined it up good. Yeah, I yeah. shined it up good. I, I crushed it on that okay. rock, and I rode that motor, motorcycle like a champ. But I didn't drive the motorcycle. I just rode behind the girl. If you're good, I'm good. Yeah. If you're good, I'm Bad good. Bad out of hell. No, no. Paris, if you're Las good, Vegas. I'm good. Are you saying you're good? Dude, my name was on the marquee. If you're good, I'm good. Are Did you, you see my picture? Okay. I saw it. I don't That's think cool. he's good. I think I'm have to burn it down. Is, are you good? Like a bat out of hell. He's <laughs> not answering. <laughs> okay, well, let me, let's, let's, let's get out of here. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Eddie came on the show and revealed that he also wanted to have his list cleared like Lunchbox did. Basically, this all started when the teachers were coming out doing their clear the list campaigns, trying to get supplies for their classrooms, which is an awesome campaign every year. My sister does it. She's a speech pathologist, and I always make sure to support her. And I know so many people out there are are supporting our teachers And, well, Lunchbox decided to take that brilliant idea and use it for himself and clear a grocery list. Basically, he had listeners call in and, you know, social media, all the things, and buy his groceries, and that was clearing the list. Well, now Eddie this week would like to do the same thing, but Bobby put a halt on it, and he helped Eddie out. And you can hear that all happen right now, but Eddie wanted to get his list cleared of coaching equipment. Number four. Celebrating a milestone today. Producer Eddie has had his kids, his adopted boys, for one year, huh? Yeah, today they've marks... they been adopted for a year? Uh, uh, one year today was when we were in the courtroom and officially adopted them. Dang, that was a year ago? Awesome. Yeah, isn't that crazy? We got all dressed up, drove like south of town, uh-huh. walked in, missed most of it. We were I, like, oh, yeah. A, a little late. You gave us the wrong time. We got there and it was already over <laughs> just about. You know, you, I think you made the final ceremony and then you made the final picture, which is good because that picture will last forever. Yeah, that's all anybody remembers, the picture. Right. Unless I yell, <laughs> we were late. Uh, so for those that are new to the show, I can tell you just from my experience, one day I wake up and I look at my phone and I, Eddie's like, hey, uh, I don't know if you were late or you just letting me know, but he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to be a little, little tired. Yeah, we, we got a we got a new baby. Wait, what? Is that kind of what? What? You got a new baby? And you're like, yeah, I went in the middle of the night and fostered a kid. And that was crazy. And I was like, I remember talking to you after the show and I was like, How, what happened here? How did you all of a sudden have a new baby? And so you're like, it was something we've been working on and your wife was really into it and was pushing you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's funny is how you've changed so much from having these two, because then you got a call a couple weeks later going, Hey, you want his brother? Yeah. And you were like, I'm stressed about His it. brother needs a home. Will you take him? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's two. I mean, we go from a family of four to like six like that. I was really stressing out. And so now here you are, and it's every time I talk to you off the air, you're like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. Oh man, my life is just different in, in a great, great way. I couldn't picture my life any other way. Uh, are you sure? I mean, no, now, now that I- It's <laughs> like four- Three, uh, four, Tas- three Tasmanian devils. Oh, it's chaotic. When you come over to the house, it's like three Tasmanian devils and your <laughs> oldest son. He's cool. We'll just talk. We'll just hang out. It is chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, man. That's Thank awesome. Thank you, man. Uh, and then because of your two newest boys, you're doing a lot more coaching in sports. Yes. And so you're coaching your kid, one of your kids' basketball teams. Yes. But you are taking a kind of a... A cue from Lunchbox, and now you're asking our listeners to clear your list. I don't think this is a good thing to do. I didn't oh, think that I would. It. I didn't think I would agree with Lunchbox. Yeah. But when it, when I took on the coaching role, I realized that I'm gonna have to buy equipment like cones and uh, a bag to carry but everything and, and jerseys. On, but you took on the coaching role and basketballs and basketballs. Okay, do you have a list over there? I do have Did a you, list. How much is it total? Did you? Add I haven't up? tallied it up yet. I mean, because you're dealing with different brands here. You want really good basketballs? It gets a little pricey. We can't put lists up for every personal thing that we want. Yeah, and like, did you make fun of Lunchbox or get onto him yes. for doing this? I think if you look back, I didn't really say anything. Okay. Because you knew you may also yeah. invoke right. the, the list <laughs> rule someday. Right. This is ridiculous. You know, okay, what's on your list? Go ahead. You want the list? Okay. Yeah, so, but Eddie is coaching. Are you coaching two teams or just one? No, just one. Just one. Okay. Relax. And so as teachers put up lists every year, 
Lunchbox goes, I'll do that. And he put up his list of groceries. And all the listeners bought all his groceries. We're like, you can't do that. It's amazing. It's awesome. And then, <laughs> okay, just read me the list. Uh, I don't want people to buy it. I okay. just want to hear what you have. Go. I have a coach's clipboard. This is the one that's a dry erase board. And it's got the, the cord on there. And you can draw plays. Yep. That's not too expensive. Okay. I need cones for drills. At least 10, 20. What about street cones from construction sites? <laughs> those will work. You, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you want to donate those? Yeah. Those will work. Also, we need some uh, indoor basketballs, good quality indoor basketballs, maybe four or five. Uh, jerseys for practice. You know, you do like skins and jerseys. Like they're like skins. neon. Do kids play skins? What? Yeah, sometimes. But but it's, so you don't make them take their shirts off. You make them wear like bright neon jerseys. Got it. All right. We need that. And then we need a bag to carry everything in it. I have a whistle. We're good with that. So I don't need a well, whistle. Well, that's the whistle I bought. Yeah. Well. So I cleared one item off the list. You've donated. Thank but you. You might need laundry detergent if you're going to have to no, wash now, all those now pennies. Now Lunchbox wants you to I'm just saying, like, you put have stuff laundry. on your list for him. <laughs> you might need broccoli. You what never you know when you're going to make a casserole. Uh, I think that. You took on the coaching duties, so I, but I don't think you can ask our listeners for them to fund your list. What's next? Ray's going to come in here and be like, I need a Saturday list. We go out and I need a case of White Claw, <laughs> need some gas for the car. We can't do that. This, okay. is, a, this is a platform. we got to be responsible. We're like Spider-Man. We All right. Responsibility. With great power comes responsibility. You're right. What about you guys then? Do you guys want to donate to the list? I'll help with the list. Okay. Just tally it up for all of us. Nice. High quality basketball. Well, I'm not going to help. No, no, no. Don't go highest quality. Wait, wait. Just do middle. Just tally it all up. You know what? I just thought of one. And a I'll, pump for the basketballs. Because yep. sometimes they go need flat. that too. Okay. <laughs> tally it all up. Okay. You need Jordans because if you're going to be a coach, okay. you got to have Jordans on. For him? For <laughs> yep. Dad, the coach? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look good. <laughs> it's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Also, while they were in Las Vegas, Lunchbox pulled a prank on phone screener Abby. She was there to help him out, and, well, he decided to uh, fake like he was going to do something nice for her and then didn't. And then something else happened in studio because of it. And so she ended up on top of this situation, but Lunchbox did pull one over on her on the Las Vegas trip. So here you go. Number three. I want to talk about what happened back in Las Vegas. Abby, what did Lunchbox do to you? Because I've been hearing the show kind of talk about it behind the scenes. He told you you had a singing gig he lined up for you? Yes. Did he not? No, he did not. What? Okay, so what happened? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so he came to me and he's like, okay, you have two hours. In two hours, I'm, I have something set up for you, you know, because I know you like to sing and everything. I was here for my deal. Did you believe him? Because he's always rude to you and all of a sudden he's got you a job. Yeah, I was like, this something can't be right. But I was like, okay, maybe since I came, you know, on the trip to help him with everything, maybe he was, you know, going to be nice. Which is also weird because she went to assist Lunchbox. Oh, yeah. She went to be his help when he was going to perform in that show. Bad, Bad out of hell. In Vegas. Yeah. And it's, I rocked it. Yeah, it's great. We're here. So, <laughs> Abby goes to just help him, make sure he's in the right place at the right time, be there if he needs anything. And he pulled a prank on you? Mm-hmm. What happened? Basically. So, we walked, we met up, and he was like, okay, follow me. We walked outside, and I was like, hey, this is weird. Where are we going? And he's like, oh, just, just keep following me. Then we get to the middle of the street, and he has a cup, and he's like, here you go. Here's your gig. Oh, right no. here on the street. You walked her to a, no. to a corner and made her sing? Yeah. What was your purpose? Because everybody says she has a great voice, and guess what Vegas is known for? Street performers. People, you know, you walk up and down the strip, and there's you didn't people. give her a chance to warm up. I did. I gave her two hours. I told her she had two hours till the gig. The gig? Yes, the gig. <laughs> did you dress I, up? Not really, no. I mean, because I only brought, like, a few nicer things, and I wore them, like, to his show. So I wore, like, the nicest that I had. So you did moment. wear the nicest thing that you had? I mean, yeah. Okay. And so I was like, look, you got two hours. Like, I put my neck on the line for you. I talked to people, said, is this okay? Got you a gig. And she's like, are you serious? Okay. I said, I don't know if you need did to go warm up. Me? Did she believe Yeah. Me? Oh, she oh, believed me. Oh, no. And she was like, okay. And I was like, meet me back down here, and we'll walk over there. And you got two hours to get ready. And so we, she showed up. And I put a little cup in front of her and said, go ahead and sing, girl. But no guitar, nobody playing for her. No, no, no. Acapella. Speaker. Okay. Yeah, no, nothing. No mic or anything. Did you start singing? I, see, I was really mad. <laughs> like, really mad when he did that. And, was, and then he started, tried to convince me that I may get a lot of tips because people are, like, singing on there. But they have mics and everything, you know, and background music. So I was like, fine, I will do it just a little bit to see if I get any tips. And I actually did. Oh, oh, wow. Did you record her? 
Yeah, okay. of course he did. What, and, but did you record her and then only take like what you no, feel no, no, are no, the funniest I, no, moments? No, no, I just sent it to Scuba and he put in what he put in. Scuba, should we play this or no? Yes, yeah, do clip two. Okay, only do clip two? Yeah. It's clip one? Well, clip one we already, we just- Clip one was me just telling her, hey, you got a gig, girl, like, let's go. We you know got- what, I want to hear this too. I want to hear him lying to her too and hear how convincing it is. <laughs> play clip one, Ray, please. Look, it's my big weekend, but I also want to make it your big weekend. What? Since you're here, I'm here to perform, I decided to reach out and I got you a gig. No, you did not. Where? It's for one hour. You did not. I absolutely did. Are you serious? Yes. When? It's in like two hours. (laughs) What? Your gig starts. (laughs) Okay. Are you down? I guess. I mean, I put my neck out on the line for you. And I he talk- does sound believable. <laughs> yeah, like he set up a segment. Like he's really lined up a gig for her, and it's going to be a segment for the show. And you believe? I can tell you believe him. I did. Yeah. Okay. So here is Abby out on the street. What <laughs> what casino were you in front of? Do you know? We were between Planet Hollywood and the Paris. Okay. Here you go. Too. You look like her pimp, probably standing right beside her. <laughs> Taking like, all the money. Yes. Oh, no. Were you standing right beside her? <laughs> no, no, I was standing away to go pictures and just kind of watch. So, Abby, you're singing. Do you feel ridiculous? Yes, I feel ridiculous. Everybody's looking over, like, what is happening? Is there like, a sign? Is there a sign? It says, like, she's singing. Oh, no, okay. I didn't have anything. You literally just had her solo cup down yes, in front of you. Uh, uh, yeah, cup. A, a clear plastic cup right in front of her, just like other people do. You know, some people have guitar cases, some people have whatever. She had her cup. How yeah. long did you sing? About 30 minutes. Oh, my. Wow. That's not a couple songs. Hey, so how oh, much wow. money? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Guess, I mean, because she's got a great voice, guys. Remember this. But you, got- t- you put her in a bad situation. No, no, no. No, no guitar, no speaker, no <laughs> microphone. It almost doesn't matter. No sign. No sign. People just- no, they don't have signs. Uh, some of them, do, they have something, though, that says, I'm here to perform, and I would appreciate your patronage. She had nothing except a cup you probably grabbed on the way out. I did. I grabbed mm-hmm. it from the bar. Yeah. Like, if you're going to leave the bar, they make you pour in a plastic cup. That's why I took that. 30 minutes, I'm going to mm, I'm gonna say $12. That's good. And which is a lot for somebody who you don't even know what they're doing there. You? 18. Eddie? Five. $2. <laughs> is that how much? $2. <laughs> no one even $2. wanted to come near me. They looked at me like I was a freak. <laughs> because $2. it just looked like you were singing. They didn't I know guess. you were singing from me. Hey, man, guys, you, when you got to perform, you got to perform. I got her a gig. You did, you, That's a pretty gig. nice. How is that a gig? Is that actually a gig? No. That's you can not go do that definition. at any time. Hey, was that not pretty nice of me, though? No, no. it was actually pretty mean of hey, you. Hey, listen to that clip. Play some more. You can hear horns honking in the background. Yeah, because that's people <laughs> in traffic, not at her. Yeah, it's nothing to do with no her. No one could even hear me. Yeah, it was did, like honking and sirens. Did Lunchbox keep half of the money? No, no, I let her have it. No, I let her keep her $2. So nice. One dollar? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so don't, don't believe him ever again. I'm, never, I'm literally never going to after that. That's insane. You could hear Abby. Ray, if you'll play that first clip again, I just want you to hear Abby's reaction to her being like, wow, here you go. Look, it's my big weekend, but I also want to make it your big weekend. What? Since you're here, I'm here to perform. I decided to reach out and I got you a gig. No, you did not. Do you hear that? No, you did not. Yeah. (laughs) I was really. So mean. I know I can hear your excitement. Um, Should we hear some more singing on the street? No, we're good. I don't know why I would Hold ever on. believe him. Abby, come here. No, stop it. Oh, stop oh, it. Yeah. Abby, oh, is this a tip? Abby, can we have a cup? Go get a, a cup. cup. Abby, get a cup. It kind of looks like the cup that Amy had, like right like that, plastic, clear, see-through. Put a cup in there. You are not going to give her money. Well, I'm just going to see. I'm going to put a cup down there and let's see what happens. You're going to make her see. You wow. have got to be kidding me. Put a cup. Lay a cup on my desk oh, right there. Oh, my gosh. Abby, why don't you sing us? What, what do you want to sing us? Just, just sing right there. Just freeze. Go ahead, Abby. Go ahead, Abby. Just sing any man of mine again. And if you guys pull out any cash you have, if you want to donate to oh, Abby. Go ahead, Abby. Let her rip. Oh, oh, in my wallet. Yeah, go ahead. Don't have any just sing it loud. Here we go. I'm going home with Love it. Oh, look at this. Oh, I know what this is going on. Whoa. Oh, that's a hundo. Wow, look at that tip. Hey, can I borrow money? I don't have money. That is ridiculous. Wow. 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 No, you're not. Go Stop it. Stop. Wow. wow. Have some more. Wow. 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 Abby, look at all that money oh you made gosh. singing there. Are you serious? I'm serious. That's yours. Take it out of here. Thank you. You're what welcome. What a great idea, Lunchbox. Yeah, Lunchbox. Yeah. yeah. You got her a gig. Oh, my gosh. You got her a gig wow. there. Good job, Lunchbox. <laughs> He's so 
You got a great. That's a great. Good job, buddy. Hey, He's that's got called backfiring. Twenty dollars. Now he wants a. Now he wants half. <laughs> I mean, I got you that gig. That's a good job. You got a gig there. That makes me so mad. Now. What? <laughs> I mean, I thought the funny part was that she only got two dollars. That's was hilarious to you, and now it's funny to us because she just crushed it. Oh, Abby, I mean, thank you. You should have seen people just walk right by, just like paying her no mind. I mean, it was hilarious. How hilarious that she got mind paid to her now. Uh, that was a little annoying. Yeah. Not funny, huh? All right. yeah. That was amazing. In the thank end, you. Abby comes out ahead. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Hey. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. We got some updates on the show this week about Stanley. He had two ACL surgeries. Stanley is Bobby's bulldog, and he had a half-torn ACL and a full-torn ACL. And so he had to go into surgery and get both of those fixed. And now, thankfully, he is home and recovering. Bobby talked about him, and y'all just really wanted to check in and make sure he was doing well. So I had to include it here. You guys are are really awesome to keep caring about us and of course all of our animals too so here's bobby talking about stanley number two. Oh, yesterday was a pretty stressful day not in a bad bad way but so i've been kind of keeping you guys looped in my bulldog stanley tore both of his acls which is a ligament at the knee i've also learned something in this and the dogs really only have two legs what you say their front legs are arms they just don't walk on they, they, you don't walk on your arms as humans because their front legs don't have ACLs or MCLs. don't have knees, really. And so the dog has two torn ACLs. He goes in for a surgery. He's been sick. He's three years old. He's had 11 surgeries at this point. He's never really been super healthy. But, man, he was on a streak. I remember telling Caitlin, I'm not kidding you. 
three weeks ago. Stanley had never, has never seen a healthy streak like this before. No, I don't believe in the jinx, but I don't like to mess with it. And it did. So there's a video on my Instagram of me getting him out of the car. And I'm, he's 70 pounds. And it's like a 70-pound sack of potatoes in that it's not centrally located. That weight is not 70 pounds <laughs> that you just solidly put up. It's yeah. like hanging here. It's like dead weight. It's like carrying a dead human body. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> so, you see me, by the way, in my Hyundai Ionic. Oh, very cool. People were like, what kind of car is that? That's my Hyundai Ionic. It's awesome. And so, I'm pulling Stanley out. He's got a big cone on his head, big plastic cone. And he's like, what is happening? It wasn't a very good day yesterday, I can, I can tell you. Last night was rough. My wife slept in our bedroom. And Stanley, we, we have a small guest room that we're keeping him in. And when we can watch him, he's fine not to be created. He's on a leash. You can't, he, he can't just go walk freely. But when we're not able to keep our eyes on him all the time, he's got to be in a crate for two or three weeks. And so I slept in the room with him last night in the crate. And this is all night, this is all night long. <laughs> You've heard like grandpa snore. Oh, you ain't man. heard nothing like Stanley the Bulldog snore. And he's on pain medicine and it's a pain medicine snore. You know how you take NyQuil or something really knocks you out? Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> I just, you just, it is, is 100%. Nonstop snoring all night. So I didn't sleep wonderfully last night. I was in a guest room. He's struggling. I have to carry him to use the bathroom. So I got to wrap a sack of potatoes up, carry him outside, put him down. And like, I, I don't know if I should be doing this or not, but I do little squeezes on him. Oh, like, to get the pee All right, buddy, out. let's go. Yeah. Squeeze, huh. squeeze. Squeeze. Does that work? Well, he peed, but I don't know if it's because of the squeeze. <laughs> he peed a couple times. And, you know, when he poops, he does this thing where, where, you know, if we were dogs or we were just walking around pooping, we'd have to, like, bend our hips. and. But his his leg is blown out. Where, the one where he had full full surgery, full AC. And so he's, like, confused. So he's trying to poop, and he just fell over. Aww. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> two things. One, I was like, oh, man. Two, I was like, I wish I would have recorded that. Hilarious. Because <laughs> when he's healthy, he'll love to see it. So that was last night. It was just awful. It was just awful. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. This one is so exciting. Coming in at number one, the show won a CMA award. And we found out this week, Ashley McBride called into the show. And wow, we're just so excited about this. Like, it's super cool. I know a lot of us uh, are very, very thankful for everyone that listened to the show and voted and we couldn't do this without you guys. So I wanted to make sure to acknowledge you all because this win is also whoever's listening to this Best Bits and our show and comments online and, and loves listening to uh, our crazy challenges and stories. And it wouldn't be without y'all that we could do this. So this award is also for y'all. And it will be my first ever CMA award. And if you heard Mike and I talking, it is also his as well. So very exciting for so many of us on the show and just all the way around. But y'all... Listen to it right now. Ashley McBride, she's hilarious, called in to give us the great news, and we were all super excited. Number one. Sometimes an artist, a superstar, will just call one of our hotline numbers, and right now it looks like Ashley McBride is on the phone, which is pretty cool. I haven't talked to Ashley in a while. Everybody cool. say hi, Ashley. Right. Hi, Ashley. Hey. What's happening, Ashley? What do we owe this appearance to? Well, we've been trying to get in touch with you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> funny. Real funny. Yeah, I'm all good on the warranty. <laughs> I bought two in the last couple weeks, so I should be pretty good. <laughs> I was wondering if you were in a position to where, you know, you could receive some good news. Mm, let me check real quick. Okay, I'm in, I'm in the good news spot. What are you going to let me know here? Well, congratulations, because WSIX is the CMA Broadcast Award winner for Large Market Station of the Year. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's so high. How about that? And uh, congratulations, Bobby Bone Show, because you are the CMA Broadcast Award winner for Daily National Personality. Of- okay, that's good. <laughs> okay. Wow, both are cool. Hey, right, listen. I was like, well, how about that? I give that a solid C. But then they said us. We're like, let's go. Hey, that means party. What? What? We gotta have a celebratory party. Like when artists get number ones, they have a number one party. So uh, we have a, to have a party. 
Oh, well, that's I did not expect this. And honestly, when she told me the radio station, I thought, how am I going to awkwardly get out of this segment? Because <laughs> we're on a lot of radio stations. I don't know. But well, that's really cool. Good. For, let me shout out Gator Harrison, our program director. Yeah. That's the first. Crushes word. it here. And then Ashley. Hey, Ashley, can I ask you a couple questions while you're on? Sure. Okay. So you go on, I believe it was CBS this morning, and when Garth invited you to be a member of the Opry, did you not know that was coming at all? No, not at all. I knew that I was going to talk about the Lindyville record and that I was going to be talking about the horse accident. Um, I definitely didn't know that that was going to happen because that's not, not how Opry invitations normally happen. Nor did I know they had secretly flown my mother in. So that that was when I started ugly crying. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So I, I've seen a lot about your new record and like my friend Kaylee. I mean, I have friends that are on this record and they didn't even tell me anything about it while they were recording it. What is this project that, that you're putting out? Uh, Ashley McBride presents Lindyville. So I figured I would get some friends together and we would do a thing. It all started with the sentence, you know, it would be cool. And then we did the thing that would be cool. And then after that, we were like, you know, what we should do. We should make it a record, even if we don't put it out. We should still make it a record. And what's the difference? What's the difference in this project and like another project where you were just inspired to write a bunch of songs about something in your life? We noticed that over the years, um, uh, several of Nicolette Hayford and Aaron Ratier and myself and Connie Harrington, like we noticed that we had these weird characters that popped up on different people's records. Sometimes it was on mine. Sometimes it'd be on something Aaron was doing or Nicolette was doing. We thought we would take those characters and give them neighbors and a place to live. And we wound up naming that, that town Lindyville. And Lindyville's out now, by the way. And my friend Kelly Hammock's on it. And I saw her in a the group picture and I was like, I didn't hear anything about this. And to, when you guys were, were um, you know, promoting that it was coming out. So, hey, look, I, I know you didn't expect to be interviewed and we didn't expect you to call. So we're all surprised. How about that? Yeah. It's all level playing field here. All right, Ash. Hey, Ashley, great to talk to you. Congratulations on the Opry invite. That's really special and the new record. And congratulations to us for yeah. winning the award here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Now go do something nice for yourself. Our, oh, we already do. Lunchbox at party. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ashley, have a good day. You too. Bye, guys. All right, bye-bye. Did I not react properly to the station thing? I just thought that. You I reacted did, the way I was thinking. I wow. did not know that Ashley McBride was going to call us. And then she's like, SIX one station of the year. I'm like, I'm not the station guy. Yeah, that's not your award. And I thought right. they're calling the wrong person. They just called the radio station and we answered. <laughs> right. So that's a Gator Harrison. Uh-huh. Who's the station manager who does a great job. Love him. But I was like, that ain't me. <laughs> and then I knew that we had been nominated and I was like, uh, what about us? It was gonna be awkward. And then she went and I was like, oh thank God. Okay, so it's kinda awkward, but in the end it's good. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Um here's everybody who's gonna get a trophy. Oh no. Because we thought we'd be funny. Now it's gonna get awkward and again. list everybody. No, no, no. It's not okay. awkward at all. It's the opposite. Here we go. Who's getting a trophy? Um, for CMA, me. Thank you. Amy. Yep. Eddie. Yep. Lunchbox. Yep. Yeah. Morgan. Yep. Ray. Yep. Scuba Steve. Yep. Mike D. Yep. Abby. Yep. I mean, it's the whole, it's everybody. That's amazing. Yeah. They so, gotta be like, I mean, cause in years past, it's just been like three or four of us and like, that's gotta be expensive for them to buy all those trophies. Hey guys, it's a team effort. Hey, they're lost. You know what? They're that's lost. awesome though. I love it. It's yes. just, they're probably like, okay, cha-ching, cha-ching. So yeah, super pumped. Everybody gets a real life trophy this year because everybody awesome. deserves it on this show. You know what? Every listener is getting one too. Oh, wow. wow. Just hit up the CMAs. <laughs> Did they replace ones or can that break? Oh no, I, Amy! Oh my oh, gosh! Are you kidding? Oh, Stop it! The, I don't you, think so. They're they're glass, y'all. I yeah, think this is thick our. Glass. Uh, yeah, they're really nice. Uh, they're really nice, and and did you drop it? it mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk off the air. Okay. <sighs> did it shatter? I could glue it. Did it, it shatter? Um, so there's some pieces everywhere, How'd but you then drop like it? the main tube part, you mm-hmm. know, like the. Uh, it, uh, it, 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 when, it it was right at the beginning because it was in the box no, and no, I was I, getting out of my car and I you was, broke it immediately it, didn't even have a life it's I've been it's heartbreaking because it happened right when I got it out of my and car and you never told us until until hmm. now because so I thought, you pulled it out of the car out of the box and then it just slips no I pulled it out of the car I don't know it tumbled out oh tell yeah probably oh, man. It, then, it probably did it and then I thought well it's in this box so no way it broke and then when I opened it up the cardboard box of course it. <laughs> Cushioned it. <laughs> Amy, you sound like my kids trying to tell a story of how they broke something. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, congratulations to us. All right, yeah. come on in. We want in. Uh, check out Ashley's record. And, okay, all that. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. All right, that's it for me this weekend, y'all. I hope you have a fabulous weekend, relaxing, having fun, being productive, whatever it is you want to do this weekend, but I hope it's a great one. Make sure to follow me at WebGirlMorgan on all the things, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
and the show at Bobby Bone Show, also on all the things and bobbybones.com. It's got some more content up there for you besides these seven segments. There's so much more that happened this week. So go check that out as well. I love y'all. Have a great weekend. Bye. This is a Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. <laughs> the Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.